tuning in again. I'm Rocco. I'm Miguela. I'm Sabino. Hopefully you know us by now. <laughs> if not, we have this very important topic. We're just going to get right into it. And uh, we hope you guys enjoy this one. So basically what we want to talk about today is just Italian, Italians and a family business. Oh, Maron. I feel my gray hair is coming out. I, I know a thing or two about that one. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? Yeah. So basically I'll start. When, uh, when you grow up in the Italian business, there's many aspects that come into play. And part of that is when you reach a certain age, uh, your parents see you as eligible to work for them. So in my situation, my dad owns a deli, and my cousins over here, Mikael and Sabino, the same thing for them. Their father also owns a deli. I'm not sure when they started uh, working there, but uh, when I first started working there, I was like 12 years old. And... Everybody, I used to be at just at the counter of the deli, and the people that would come in, they'd be like, oh, aren't you a little too young for this? And my dad would just pull up and be like, oh, you got to teach him young. You got to <laughs> teach him young. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just punching numbers Yo, in. I got so many fucking, like, this, I got so many memories about that. Like, I remember, the, I used to, like, work, like, bullshit, like, ever since I'm, like, eight. Like, I would just go in for a day, like. I would be standing on a milk crate breaking people up. Yeah, I remember one time, like, I was young, and I didn't even understand the aspect of money. Like, I I didn't understand the aspect, like, that this was a dollar, that this was $2, and this was $3. And I remember I told my dad, like, what, is everything a dollar? Like, when someone, like, put, like, six different items up. And he's like, no! He must have given him a heart attack. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I got so many, like... Memories about just growing up. So when did what what? How old were you when you like really started working? When I when I first really started was like the summer from like seventh to eighth grade. Oh wow, that's young. How old was that? Like that's like thirteen. Yeah. So like I'm gonna keep it real. Like growing up, I'm gonna sound like such an old man, but from like fourth grade to like seventh grade, nobody had a cell phone. But like two kids had a beeper, (laughs) like. And you would have AIM. So, like, to get in t- contact with people, like, it was all about having instant messenger or, I'm like... Sidekick. Like, two... Like, only two of my friends had a beeper, and I only knew, like, to beep them and, like, write two, like, the number two, you. Like, I need to talk to you. <laughs> like, that's all I knew how to do, like, because I didn't understand it. But basically, like, in seventh grade, I got, like, some bullshit Verizon flip phone. And my dad was like, if you want a phone, you got to pay for it. <laughs> so I'll never forget, yo, I used to make $10 a day, yo, the whole summer. Wow. Yo, $10 a day. What I were you swear. doing? I mean, I'm not going to lie and say I was making sandwiches right away, but I was like, you were in ringing, there. I was ringing people up. I didn't start making like sandwiches till like freshman year of high school. Gotta wash those fingers. I'm yeah, I, I, every, how many I times cut, did you cut yourself? I only cut my finger once, and it was that year. And it was the summer going into freshman year, and like a week before like orientation, I sliced my finger, and I was in school with like a band aid, and like my finger like all messed up for like the first three weeks of high school. That's how I remember that. <laughs> but like people were like, oh, how'd you do that? I'm like, yeah, I'm 
sandwich maker, baby. What's up? <laughs> like, man, I just like, basically like me growing up in the business though, like I always like saw the business and like I would be like, oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do that. Like, I would say the later years, like we had different guys come into the business and like introduce like new ideas to dad. And like, I had my own ideas. Like, so I remember when I was like, now we're fast forwarding to like when I'm a freshman in college, I'm like, yo, let's put avocado on a, a sandwich with grilled chicken and like the cooks used to make guacamole and all this stuff. I'm like, yo, and I would see them like put it on a sandwich with um, like fried chicken and avocado. I'm like, oh man, that looks good. And I'm like, yo, we should put this on the menu. Like, and dad looked at you like you were crazy. Avocado. Yeah, but he knew it was the avocado. move. The avocado goes in salad. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. He's like, what is, what is this shit? But see, like you, you started working younger than I did. Like, yeah, I was in, I was in the shop every now and then, but it wasn't until I was. It was actually the day after my sweet sixteen. I actually like I asked Daddy for like twenty bucks because I was going to the movies with my friends, and he actually like pretty much broke it down to me that I was cut off. He was like, you know, you're sixteen now. It's time to start working. He goes, you're out every weekend with your friends. He's like, that's it. Get to work. And so yeah, I was. She got real. At that point, I think I was in the liquor store. At that point. Yeah. Like, cause I was twenty. So yeah, I was in the liquor store. Yeah. And I was like doing my own thing at the deli or whatever. So you were working there. I was. You were with mom, and I was with dad at the deli. So I kind of. Yeah, I remember like when we had the opportunity, cause originally like our store, we we have we had the shop next door. And it was like just like a big grocery section. And then one day we were just like, yo, let's make a liquor store. Like not me. My dad just said, I'm going to make a liquor store here. So like really like I saw an opportunity like when I was 18, 19. Like, oh, like I have a chance to open a liquor store. Because like I'm going to be honest here. Like my dad really don't write and speak English. I mean, he speaks English, but he don't write English a lot. And like just dealing with like handling orders is not his exact forte like he's more of like a hard worker that's just gonna get it done you know see like you work smarter not harder like no not i'm not even trying to get like say that but i'm gonna say like when customers were coming in and like requesting things like i knew like this is where i could excel and like dealing with sales representatives yeah so like i'm 19 years old and i'm like i really that was like my really my first shot i want to say is like when i saw that opportunity i was like yo i'm out like i'm taking this shit and, um, yeah, it was just, like... And that was, like, you happened to open a liquor store in Williamsburg, like, borderline beginning. I'm I'm not going to say I did it alone. Because, like, all right, I was 19, so eight years ago. So 2010, we're talking about, right? Yeah. Like, 2010, 2011, No, I think maybe? it was before that. I think it was 08, 09, yeah. All right, all right so, yeah, like, around there, like, whatever, in that ballpark. Yeah. So... I'm young. I'm not even legal. I'm not even old enough to You're drink. You're not even allowed to drink it. I'm not even allowed to drink and I'm opening a liquor store. Like, I'm not <laughs> going to say I figured it out on my own. Like, I want to shout out Tony the lawyer. If you're ever in the neighborhood like, and you need something done with law or anything, like you just need good He's advice, your He's yeah. your guy. Like He literally took me under the wing and like he handed me a Wine for Dummies book and he said, You'll read be this. Right. Yeah. Like, read this. And, like, that's basically what I did. Like, we bought, like, a bunch of inventory. And um, we, like, 
people would come in. Oh, you got Jameson? I would write it down. Oh, you got um, Bombay? So I'll write it down. So like then when I would hear another person ask for Jameson, I'll give it. All right, that's two people. All right, that's three people. All right, this is four. And then like I would start ordering things. The stuff I would sell, like I would use that money to buy more stuff. Like so, like I was just keep. I was like flipping all that, all the money back into inventory. And you know, honestly, it was like that for two years. Like, it's just flipping but, inventory. Like, the liquor store was, like, a crazy thing. I, I I still give you props for that. But my thing is, how was it working with Dad in the deli? I mean, oh, you're a guy. Even you till know, this like, day, sometimes I definitely a got tough. a little... I got off a little easier because, you know, like, I'm, I could... When I look at him and I... Yeah, your daddy's a little girl. Huh? Yeah, so. I could look at him and say something and he'll listen to me. But I feel like you guys definitely bumped heads a lot more. Like, let's talk about that for a second. You're... 18 years old and you're working with your dad and you guys are bumping heads like how did how did how was all that originally like i was gonna do the liquor store and the deli and then like i remember we just like always fought and had different ideas and different you know i'm just like nah i'm out you know he's stubborn italian he's stubborn. Men, all incredibly stubborn and then, like, honestly like i kind of walked away from the deli for a minute and i started promoting on the side so i was doing the liquor store and i was promoting so it's like those were my two hustles, and like at that point, I'm like, all right, fuck school. I don't need school anymore because yeah. I was making, I was making more money then than I do now with the promoting shit. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. I was, I was lucky too because I was. That's how I really helped the the store out because a lot of business owners. You were like, networking. I was networking, people. like selling cases of vodka and shit like that. We would use, put on the budget, like just crazy stuff, like stuff that like. Was way too ahead of my time. Like I look at kids at 18, 19, 20, 21 now. I'm like, I think you had to pretty much like let go of the deli and move on to your own thing because you were giving dad ideas and he was kind of rejecting it because that's his baby. Like that's what made him him. You know what I mean? Like he came here and he built that from the ground up. So he has you. That's kind of like pressing him. Like oh let's do this or we should try this. And he's like no. Like I've made it this far doing it my way. That's what we're gonna do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you're saying with that. And what I wanted to, to just ask Sabino himself, because he's the older one uh, of you two, obviously. So when in a, in a family business, especially an Italian business, I'm trying to think of what the, let's say like your dad was thinking at the time. Like, does he want to pass down that business to you? And if he did, like, were it's, you willing to accept that role in your life? It's funny because like, when I was young, I always said I wanted to own the business. And then when I hit that 18, 19, I'm like, nah, I don't want it anymore. Not if I got to deal with this. Yeah, I was like, but like then fast forward five years and we opened uh, the sandwich shop in Maspeth and like I really got to do it on my own there and I started killing it there. And then my dad's like, oh shit, my son knows what he's doing. I think that's big because look, you ended up in the liquor store, but you ended up back at the deli. You opened a shop in Queens, but somehow you always end up right back here in Williamsburg on Graham Avenue. Like it doesn't matter where you go, what you do, that shop is home. Yeah, you know I, what I love. Mean? I love doing my own thing in Maspeth and Mill Village, and like all the love we got in that area was crazy. Like. Till this day, I get people saying like, "Yo, we miss you. We come miss back. you. Come back." I'm like, "It's amazing, but like, yo, it's so." I I live in my, this neighborhood and I work in this neighborhood. It's like when we do something, you see right away like five, six people, or like 
Let's say when we drop a new sandwich, like all these people are seeing it and they're like, yo, I want that. Yeah. And we did, we had that there too, but now it's like all the deliveries and stuff and like all the yeah, people I mean, that live the, here. This shop opened up as fruit. It was a fruit store. And that was back in what? 1990? You know, that was when um, Kumara Adelina from Graham Avenue was the, walking to the, 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 the shop. The shop opened in 94. 94. 94. Yeah, it opened in 94 as a fruit store. Yeah, so I was four years old when it opened. So, like, I used to hang and out. And I wasn't born yet. That's why it's Anthony and son. I just want to put it out there. Anthony does have a daughter. <laughs> I always and get son. shit on for that. Son. That it's home. Yeah, yeah, but um, I remember, like, vividly, like, being four or five years old. Like, the store wasn't as big as it is now. And I used to, like, literally, like hang out in the back of the store and like I grew up yeah, in a store. That's what you know I think what is saying? important. Like you were there. And look, it, it opened as a fruit shop. You know what I mean? Like, you know, cold cuts here and there and now it's a, a sandwich spot. You know, like it kinda like I think that's why it was able to strive as much as it did because it adapted with the times. Like the neighborhood isn't what it once was. Exactly. You know, when he opened, you had those Italian old ladies that were coming in to buy a pound of potatoes. You know what I mean? The Italian ladies. Fresh pot. We made a lot of fresh pasta back then too. Yeah. And then uh, back then, like we used to make fresh pasta, and then like the health department came and like, you need uh, nutrition facts on this. And we definitely didn't have that. So it's like that's when we had to change our game up a little bit, you know? Yeah. And really, like we started as like a little grocery store, and then there was this place, Mama Maria. And like they closed down and uh, one of the guys came to work for us and that's like when we had all the cops and the firemen started coming to the shop. So like things just got crazy out of nowhere, like overnight. Did did he come to work at the shop or did daddy like scoop him? I feel uh, like that was like that Italian scheming, like that was the me, Italian in uh, him. They, that uh, was that grimy, like I got this. That's like just money talks, you know, like, I think he was, what happened was, I think it was like a mutual thing, like, the, that guy, Joe, came and he was like, unhappy with the new, because what happened was, the guy that owned the building kicked out the dude the that owned the business, and he tried taking over the business, and he didn't have the care for it, like the other oh, guy wow. did. So, yeah, like, people didn't like there, working, people didn't like working for that guy, so like, he lost everybody, and like... We were fortunate enough to capitalize, like, you see, really change our lives, you know? Yeah, for sure. What I just want to get back into, and, uh, you know, it's just crazy how you guys came up like that. And to this day, I think you guys are doing awesome, and I keep, I hope that you guys still, like, continue to kill it. I just want to just throw it back to just, like, life outside and inside the family business. And, like, just how, feel- how it, it, like could be conflicting at times. It's tough. I mean, I feel like there isn't a separation of the two. We wake up in the same house. We go to work together. We, we're at work all day together. We come home. We sit on the same couch to watch TV. Like, we clash there a is, lot. Yeah, there isn't no separation. You know, like, if, we go to, if we're at the shop and we're, we're arguing about something, like, me and my brother argue at the shop all the time. Like, I have my way of doing something and he has his way. We're not always going to agree on that. You know, like, we definitely bump heads a lot. And sometimes, like, if the argument is aggressive enough, 
we won't talk when we get home. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's there isn't true. a separation of the two. And I, went, I think that was kind of like one of the only things that I didn't like about it. Like, I loved that we were working together because I loved spending time with them. Like, that's when we started to spend time together when we were work. Like, well, I, went, I went weeks without talking to dad, you know. Yeah. It just, there's, as much as you want to say, oh, you can't, you can't. Um, family and business. Yeah, family so, and business. Like, you got to separate business from personal, but. Come on, you can't do that. It's like water and oil. You know? That has a lot to do with, like, the Italian father and something. I think, in my opinion, from what I see, most of the arguments between my brother and my dad are because my dad's pushing him to do better, and my brother kind of just gets mad, like, yo, let me do what I got to do. You know what I mean? Like, I'll get there when I get there. And my dad's always pushing him, like, don't do it like this. Don't do it like this. Kind of, like, pushing him, you know what I mean? And my brother rejects that. You know, he's... My own person. Yeah, you know? exactly. I I, I just I see like things a certain way, and I'm like, yo, what I'm doing is working. Like, let me rock. He's old you school. You're new yeah, school. Exactly. You know, you the but shop. Was you know killing what? You it, need but... that old school hustle too, because yeah. like he definitely puts in like double the amount of hours I do. Like he could just he's like a, a penny shop like. Go hard, like he just. That's like hanging out on the couch. Like he'll just like. My dad loves to work. He's in there seven days a week. Not saying I don't like to work, but like I want to do what I got to do. And then like I feel like I've taught a lot of employees so like the way that they could handle it without me. Like, Like, yo, I love to work, but I love going out on a Saturday night too. You know what I mean? That's a good point you make. But then like, I, I think about when I first started working and like Sabino, you know, I was like, do you like, do you and your dad fight? Yeah, it happens all the time. Like, I, I just would... Like, uh, like, what do you guys argue about? He'll... All right, so sometimes I critique him the way he makes his sandwiches. See, the there way, you go. Versus the way I make mine. I'm like, Dad, this ain't like the 90s and 2000s anymore. <laughs> like, just the style is just different of what, what I do and what he does. And then his his way of getting back at me, he's like, I've been doing this for like yeah, 30 plus years and you're telling me what to do. So what can I say at, at that point? You know, it's like, all right. You, you just take the L. Yeah, you just take the L. But like, you know, their ways are, could be the better ways. Our ways could be the worst ways. But at the end of the day, if we just got to make I think it, we got to find the in the middle. I think exactly, we got to yeah. like some, somehow like get the perfect combination of the two. Like, yeah. I mean, they're right. Your dad, my dad, they've been, they busted their ass. Like... Yeah, they, they made it through the toughest time. You know, they made things work. But at the same time, like, we know what works now. We know what kids our age want. Right, you right. know what I mean? Like, my dad, before we were there, was making ham and cheese sandwiches. Now we have cheeseburgers, mozzarella sticks, french fries on a sandwich. My dad's like, what are you people, crazy? <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's yeah. what kid our, kids our age want to eat after they smoke a joint or two or after a night out. That's what they want to eat. Yeah, it just, you know it's mean? very, I mean, we, we also, like, kill it with uh, our pictures and stuff, like, on social media. Like, I can't say how many times people, like, show me a picture and they're like, I want to eat this. I want to eat this. But, um, overall, like, like, you definitely need that old, old school hard work to make a business work. Yeah, like, hard work. At the end of the day, work. if you're not, like, caring for the business, it's going to, like fail really quick and people are going to rob from you left and right and it just it's not going to be it's not going to be a successful business if you don't care for it 
for sure, for sure. And if you guys want to check it out, the Instagram page is uh, Panini Shop, P-A-N-I-N-I-S-H-O-P-P-E. You know, they do it. My cousins themselves, they do a lot of the marketing on there, and the pictures come out awesome. And the food's you know awesome. DM check it out us. If you Give can. us a sandwich idea. We'll put you on the menu. We'll even name it after you if it's good enough. <laughs> we <Relax>. got. <laughs> I'm just Relax. saying. You know, we got a lot of Italian stuff on there too, but. Yo, if I had a dollar for every time someone has to be on the menu, I don't even have to have a shuffle. Yo, people could shit on the hipsters all they want. Every hipster I know loves prosciutto. That's good enough for me. They're cool. In my, I mean, the hipsters that eat meat. I'm sorry. If you like prosciutto, I like nah, you. Everybody, <laughs> nah, like people, people. Are I mean, they shit, they, you know? like, they fumble the name prosciutto. I mean, whatever they nah, say. Not like, not. I guess a gal a gal. You're talking about. <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, like the. Salami. Some all right. Some people have no idea. I could go on for But a lot of people, a lot of people know. And Let's by the honest. way, it's a hero. It's not a hoagie, a sub. It's a hero. Yeah, it depends where you come from, but in New York, we say hero. Yeah. So oh, let's man. just let's We're, just keep it at that. We are Brooklyn Italians. I don't want to hear of that. Yeah, that does get to me. I've heard so many crazy names. What What are the other ones? Hoagie, sub, a wedge, grinder, uh, a grinder, grinder. Yeah. That That one makes no fucking sense to me. Like. Yeah, you want some super sad? <laughs> super sad. Like if, you're, if you're ordering oh. like that with me, I'm going to step aside and I'm going to let the next guy help you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't want to get, I don't want to get at like, some people have no idea, but a lot of people also do know. Like, it, it's, it's gotten better. It just goes to show you that Italian food is popular. Think about it. Pizza, coffee shops, espresso, you know, like, all that stuff. You know, like, yeah... But I feel like Italian food is definitely some of the most popular in the world. Yeah, sure. hands down, hands down. I Wherever mean, you go, there's always an Italian spot. I mean, listen, it's called the way it is. In New York, like, there's always a study. Like, every year they count if there's more pizzerias or if there's more, like, Chinese restaurants. And what wins? Yeah, I'm and, curious. Like, the last couple of years, it's been pizzerias. But it used to be Chinese food for a while. But, like... It goes back and forth. Really? So, like, a lot of people don't know that. But like, I, I see a lot of, especially in Manhattan, like you see a lot of that. dollar slices. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I would used I, to. Would I, I ever eat that? No. I'm bougie. I like brick oven. Arugula, prosciutto, shaved parmesan, balsamic glaze, and oil. That's my go-to. You know what I mean? Like, the dollar slice isn't for me. Making but. me mad hungry right now. <laughs> yeah. No meat. No meat. No meat. <laughs> Friday during Lent, we can't eat meat. <laughs> so uh, another topic that I wanted to just mention was the fact that I appreciated working at such a young age. You know, it, uh, a lot of people can't say that they started working young. I know I have a lot of friends uh, that didn't start working until college came around. And I have some friends that worked since, you know, they were 12 like me. Like my friend uh, Tony Grosio, he, he worked with his father. Uh, now, there's other people too, but like the point that I'm trying to make is when you work in a family business, you get to see things firsthand and you get to tackle life a little earlier than anybody else. Well, you it learn you you responsibility. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say next. Like, and I think the reason why our parents put us to work so early was so we could learn the value of a dollar. Think about it. When you started working so young, you're like, or as, my dad, or as my dad would say, the volume of a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> the volume. You know, like, 
Do you remember going out and doing something when your parents gave you money? Like, if my parents gave me $20, I was not coming home with any change. When I, it was a whole different ball game when I was going out with my own money. If I went out with $20, I, I came home with money. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you second thought getting, spending like $4 on candy at the movie theater. You know what I mean? When it's mommy and daddy's money, you don't care. I think that's important. That's what kind of like builds character. I think yeah, that's, that's definitely exactly the word. I Not that there's... Like, it, get, it gives you character. Yeah, for sure. And not that there's anything wrong with, you know, using mommy and daddy's money, you know, to each their no, own. No, look, if you got it, spend it, yeah, baby. Yeah, I mean, I, I would do the when same I was, thing. When I was 16 and I was working on a Friday night, I resented my parents. Yeah. All my friends That's were That's exactly out, what I was going to jump into next. Drinking, drinking a beer in the park, you know? And I was at work, I was miserable. Like, uh, I was always the younger one of my friends that, you know, they were all going out doing their own thing. And I'm like, yeah, sorry guys, I can't hang out, I'm working tonight. And you know, like, Yo, at the time, 16. <laughs> at the time, I'm not gonna lie, I hated it. But I look back now, I'm like, "Yo, like I'm kind of thankful for what." And I look back, and I'm just like, I'm glad it went down the way. Exactly, it did. yeah. You know, I'm thankful that uh, I got the opportunity to get some. Look, and I, I don't mean to like shit on anybody or anything like that, but no, that's not I'm what talking, this is for. I'm talking from my experience. Like, I'm able to look back and say, "I'm like this because of that." You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? not like, oh, look at these guys. You know, I'm doing so much look, better. It's like, just like... I'm not saying that. Yo, but what I notice is like people that start working young, a lot of them are like that. Like whether, especially in a family business, like this is, this is what I wanted to get into. Like this is the main thing about working in a family business. You have two options. You keep the business going or you do something else. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's, like, that's perfectly said. So like yeah, a lot of people good. like even in our family, like, a lot of people, like, okay, their father owns the business. What does the father do? He makes money, sends them to school, gets them a great education. What happens? They get the education. They get a banging job, you know, and then they only got to work 40 hours a week instead of 70 hours a week. And yeah. they really have, like, an ama- like a better life than what they had. You that, know what I'm that, saying? That yeah. 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. Listen, I don't. I don't know about that. No. Yeah, you know, what you know I'm everybody's saying? different. Vacation, vacation, paid vacation. Paid vacation. Benefits. I tell my dad I want to get paid vacation. He looks at me funny. He goes, "You only get paid if you work." <laughs> I want to ask you, you both a question in particular. Like, when did you both realize, like, like yo, I want to just continue with this business? You know, I can make this something, and I want this to be my future. You I, know, because I'm gonna just cut you off real quick. Because for me, I don't. I don't think I ever had that feeling in a sense, like. Yeah, I was happy the business was doing well, but at the same time, I was like, you know what, maybe I should just look into a career. You know, I'm going to college, let me get this bachelor's, you know, and start my career from there. And, you know, I respect you guys for, you know, taking that, not a risk in your lives, it's just like, it's a, you know, it's a challenging jump that you have to take. The fact, you know, you have to carry your own legacy in another business, you know, it's I not mean, easy. We There's good and bad to it, because like... I admire my cousins that actually did graduate college because I didn't do that. I can't say that. I, I didn't graduate. I, I didn't graduate college. I even tried going back again and I dropped out again. It's like... Correction. He went back to school when I was a freshman in college and I got tricked into doing all of his homework. So. <laughs> for a year though. For like... And if it wasn't me, it was my friends. I remember... It's just it's not for everybody. One of my friends to do his paper. Yeah, like, yo, I, the second time around, I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, when I was seeing, like, after, like, I experienced the real world, 
Because I basically went into college right after high school, you know, whatever. And then I dropped out, opened my own, the liquor store at that time. And I was, then I went back to school and I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like I was doing it in the real world. because you got like a taste of being your own boss. Like, I think after something like that, how are you really supposed to sit in a classroom and listen to a lecture and go home and write a 15 page paper? You know what I mean? Your mind's on the business too. Especially since you own the business at that time. At that time I was getting phone calls like about the business. I'm like, damn, I got to be there. You know, and I was just like, you know, fuck. That's this when you shit. realized that was like. That's when I realized. Yeah, like, I just went from my mind to one thing. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I always think about it like, damn, could I do it? Night classes, you know. It's hard, but bro. what am I gonna do? Like, what am I gonna do after I get that piece of paper? Yeah, I still, yeah. I'm still gonna end up doing exactly, exactly what, what I'm doing, doing now. now. Yeah. It's true. Good point. And a lot of people still wind up doing Look, that. Look, everybody has their different opinions on college. But I was, I just want to say like, that I'm fortunate. I'm not trying to say like. I'm I'm very lucky that this neighborhood like changed the way it did because like we could have still right now we're like we're we're doing well because of the whole like what we offer and like the neighborhood it's in. If it was like still the way it was back in the day, people would have been like, "Oh, I'm not getting a fifteen dollar sandwich from them. I'll buy a, a pound of turkey and from feed the, my family. And feed my family, like yeah. you know, like things." Now there's a lot of like young urban people that like they come home and they like call for delivery or they go on seamless and order for delivery. Like there's that working person that has the money to like, so like a lot of it's due to the neighborhood. Like I think that's played a big part of it. You know, like we were really, really fortunate because if like, if we didn't see like the menu online and like all these people ordering these crazy sandwiches and like. Loving it, I would have been. I wouldn't have been as motivated, you know. Like the fact of like all this technology, like really brought the business to another level. And even like people leaving reviews on social platforms, and you're like, oh, this is what we got to work on. This is what we could do. This is what people like, you know. Like get in like customer feedback, you know, and actually having it for every customer to see. Yeah. Again, social media changed the game for everything. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, personally, I think part of it has to do with like the family and how we grew up. But if I go to a restaurant and I have a bad experience, my first instinct is not to go on social media and write a bad review about it. You know? Do you remember when if you wanted to try a new restaurant, you would ask around to your friends and be like, hey, have you tried this spot? Oh, it's good. I'm going to try it. Oh, you didn't enjoy it? Ah, forget it. I won't give it a shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just like social media benefits us, it also is like a big downfall, I think. Of course, yeah, it could help and hurt you. Yeah. But like you said, I don't, I mean, I'd hope there's not as many people that would just be like, oh, I, you know, the sandwich wasn't as good as I thought it'd be. Let me write a horrible review. Believe it or not, but a lot of I'm people sure there that. are. Yeah, yeah. You know, some people are people, really people tough more behind screen. People more like run for the bad review than the good review. Yeah, yeah, so that's the thing that's fucked up about like, society. I could tell you, there's like a solid, like customers that I know on a first name basis that I know from being locals coming in every day. Those customers don't write reviews. They they're, just, they they're, just come. They're in there every day. Well, the everyday customers are probably the but best ones you could it's ask. It's the for. guy who came in for the first time and was upset about your soda selection. You know what I mean? <laughs> and. Took to yelp his frustration to me. You didn't have a or you didn't have a public restroom. What do you mean I can't use the restroom here? 
Like yeah. it's it's always it sounds stupid. It's it's never about like quality or service. It's usually about you didn't offer me this, so I'm upset. Which you know, whatever you know, like yeah, you, take you, it you for what it is. You could do that, you know. It's just like it's not something I would do. Like. Exactly. Look. I'm sure some people wouldn't do the things I I'm do. I'm not going to lie. I left the Yelp review the other day. To oh, like, my God. Don't tell me but, that. Uh, but what happened, well, this is why, right? Because uh, I went to the dentist, and I see, like, this 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 vase with all these names in it. I'm like, what are these? What is this for? He's like, oh, it's a raffle for a... I forgot what he said. Like, oh, a gift card or something? I'm like, I want to do that. He said, okay, you got to leave us a review. And I, like, and I was like, I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what? I come oh, here. But you left a good review. Yeah, I left oh, a good I review. You you so if you just look at my Yelp, you'll see one review. And that was it. <laughs> it's just like the best uh, uh, clear cleaning of the teeth of my life. Yeah. Like, what a guy. <laughs> oh, I see. That's different. I thought you left like a mean review or something. Nah, I wanted yeah, a gift card. I, 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 I swear this is a true story. Like, He's trying I'm, to get that fifty dollars off. I'm next, sitting uh, here and I'm complaining about. The, the actual app itself and how I don't agree with it. But yet, I am... You're going to check it before yeah. you go to the place now. The other day, I wanted to go to this new restaurant on the avenue. So what did I do? I checked their Yelp. And I kid you not, I stumbled upon a review that this customer was shitting on the pair of shoes that the girl working there was wearing. Oh my God. Come on, man. Like, tell me about the tacos. How are the tacos? That's what I want to talk Yo, about. But, like... As much as, like, I ask, like, I check on the internet and stuff, it's still, like, one of my friends that'll be, they'll say, yo, um, did you try a new place? And I'll be like, what place? Like, it's always, like, someone, somewhere you hear it, too. Like, yeah. at least for me, personally. I'm like, more like a, a word of mouth type yeah. person. But then, when I hear it, then I'll look it up. Yeah. Like, I like to talk to people that I know, because I feel like we kind of have, like, the same taste and stuff like that, but... Even even like when it comes to food, you know, everybody's just gonna use uh, Yelp. But then again, or... when it comes to food, everybody has different styles. Yeah. Different yeah. tastes. And it really all goes back to how business is run, and like we originally started, how family businesses are run, and what goes on in and outside of the family business. And I think for the most part, we agree that it had its benefits, and I know the cons are, I guess, minuscule to the pros. You could say. Yeah. In, the, in the family business, you know? They're not as good and bad. But like I said, like, 90% it's good. Like, if you brought, if you were brought up and your family owned a business, you're ahead of a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, for sure. Because you're either going to, one, take it over, or two, you're going to, like... Reap the benefits Reap the way. benefits of your family, like, helping you pay for college. Like, because how many times do you hear, like, people that... They own, their family owns the business that they help them pay to college and then they come out of college debt free and yeah. you know they start making 70 grand and that's right boom in the bank you know what I'm saying so I it's definitely more positives than negatives in my opinion I gotta be honest you just appreciate things more when you see you know your father working 14 plus hours a day to put I'm glad food on the table point, and yeah. pay for your education just so you could be better in your, whether, like your whether life. Whether your you know? mom and dad own a business or not. Yo, I shout out to should, mom and dad. You, know? you should definitely be grateful Facts. for the work they put in. For sure. Appreciate you. And yeah, just the level of appreciation that I have for my immediate family and 
just family in general, especially coming from a family that owns a family business, is just it's just extraordinary. I can't be more thankful for what I have in this life and what they've taught me. For sure. And I think on that note, we could just basically wrap this episode up. So thank you guys for listening again. Hug your mom and dad tonight. Hug your mom and dad. Give a nice kiss. Leave a good Yelp review too. Don't be that guy. Leave a good one. All right, like yo. You know where you went to breakfast this morning and the muffin was good? Find them on Yelp and say, yo, the banana walnut was amazing. (laughs) Thank you. That's it. That's it. This is the Grown Up a Time podcast. Stop being so mean all the time. God, life is too short. Right here. Gabagool. Gabagool. Don't forget it, right? (laughs) Take care, guys. Bye.